Hey everybody, it's the Little UFC Podcast. You know, a lot of people ask me, you know, when I tell them I do a podcast, they're like, what's your podcast about? And I tell them, nothing. It's just me sitting on my fat ass complaining about movies. And complaining about food and complaining about bada boo and complaining about all my life. It's about nothing, alright? But I mostly talk about the UFC and also sometimes gold prizes. And, um... So I think I might change the podcast from the Little Cutie Podcast to the Little Cutie UFC Podcast. I don't know. I'm still thinking about it. Probably not, though. You guys watch the UFC this, this weekend? Oh, I lost my bets. I lost my bets. Goddamn Ryan Span. Ryan Golden Frieza Span. I'm taking away that nickname. Because uh, you lost this fight and I guess you trained for it. You know, apparently you said you, you said you sucked before because you didn't train. Well, I guess you didn't train for this fight, huh? He didn't train for this fight, huh? Actually, he looked all right that first, uh, very first punch there, but then he just got submitted pretty quick there. So I guess, uh, I guess he always he sucks just as much as he always does. But that old, uh, the other guy, Roman Roman Dolcaday, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but uh, you know, he looked pretty good. He hasn't fought too many people. He's got a good record, but he hasn't fought too many. He hasn't fought too many up and comers, dude. You know, so who knows. Who knows? Yeah, the light heavyweight division is kind of a not stacked, I would say. I would say it's the least stacked out of all the divisions, you know? You just got, like, the champion dude. I forget his name. Jamal Hill. Then we got Jerry Prochatska. Then we got a bunch of old dudes. And then, uh, yeah. Well, anyway, I lost that bet. Then, of course, uh, I had a parlay with uh, Peter Peter Pian Pioryan and Saeed Nurmagomedov. And, uh, well, Nurmagomedov got robbed. I don't know. How he lost that fight. I mean, he definitely won that third round there. I don't know what the judges were looking at, but uh, that's that's gonna suck for him. He uh, lost his undefeated, or no, I guess he's not undefeated. He had three losses already, but he got another loss there. Anywho, do you know what's funny about that guy? He's got the Nurmagomedov name, right? But he, of course, he's not related to the Nurmagomedovs at all, and uh, he doesn't really wrestle at all. He's like a striker, you know. So that's kind of you know, that's kind of fun. Fun fact there. That's a trivia fact you can bring up at your next dinner party. You know, when everybody's discussing the Nurmagomedovs. Anywho, uh, yeah, then of course Peter Pan Pyotr, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man, he got destroyed by uh, Merab Devalishvili. What is that guy on? Holy guacamole, that guy's on some APO, huh? That guy never gets tired. Yeah, Yan, uh, Yan defended 38 takedowns. I think it's the most most takedown defenses ever in one round, or one fight, 38. And Merab, he uh, he attempted uh, 49 takedowns. <laughs> 49 takedowns in a five-round fight. So he was doing about 10 takedowns every round. Uh, so that's a one takedown every 30 seconds. He was he was trying that. And like, my God, that guy just did not get tired at all. Like, he looked ready. Like, even at the end of the fight, he looked like he could go another five rounds. Holy guacamole, dude. Holy guacamole. You've been hanging out with TJ, TJ IPO Dillashaw? I don't know, dude. You looked, uh, you looked, you looked like a world beater there. I mean, he looked, he looked better than he's ever been. He looked better than Aljamain Sterling, you know? Of course, he doesn't want to fight Aljamain Sterling because they're, they're good friends, you know? But I think Merab could easily beat him with that performance he put on Yen, dude. Holy guacamole, dude. Gotta look like a world beater, man. Um, yeah, anyway, uh, congratulations to Merab Devalishvili, you know? Uh, but poor, poor Peter Pan Pyotrian, man. He was a champion. He was a champion, and then he made that one mistake. He made one illegal knee, and then he lost his belt. And then 
No, he's, he's like one in four in his last five fights. Uh, he must be depressed, huh? He must be slightly depressed, but then he probably just remembers that he has millions of dollars. So it's, you know, probably not that depressed. But, uh, yeah, he's got to be, uh, he's got to be sad there, you know? Because usually, you know, usually he starts slow and comes back. But, uh, in this, this, uh, fight, he kind of just started slow and then kept, kept being slow. You know, I guess maybe he, uh, there was that one leg kick that kind of messed up, might have messed up his leg there. That might have been a definite, a definite, uh, you know, hindrance in his, uh, fight game there. Anyway, enough UFC talk. We got hot market talk, dude. We got hot economics talk. Oh my god, you guys hear about the Silicon Valley Bank? Oh my god, dude. And also another bank, Silver Silvergate Bank, which is not really a bank. It's like a crypto exchange. That one went bankrupt too. Everyone, all the bank, all the bankings, all the banks are going are, are going under, dude. Banking crisis, banking collapse, economic collapse, just like two thousand eight. First dominoes, Lehman Brothers. Right now, the first dominoes, Silicon Valley Bank. Oh, what would you think was going to happen when you raise rates? You think you think all these banks are just going to not go bankrupt? Oopsies! You know, and of course, the, the uh, Federal Reserve they had a special that a special emergency meeting you know they're like okay well we're gonna insure the deposits of all these all the people that lost their money we're gonna insure their deposits uh we're not printing money uh the taxpayer isn't gonna pay for this this money it just comes from it's magic money uh no one has to pay for it don't worry this is not a bailout even though we're we're bailing out the bank it's not we're not calling it a bailout, just like last year we were in a recession, but we didn't call it a recession. And uh, yeah, you know, apparently if you just if you just don't call stuff what it is, actually is, you know, it's not that's not what it is. So you know, I can be, I can be. I'm not I'm not fucking your wife, you know. I'm yeah I'm, yeah I'm sticking my dick in her pussy, but we're not fucking. We're just we're just hanging out. That's we just call it that now. We just call it hanging out. We don't call it we don't call it having sex. We just call it hanging out. And I've been hanging out with your wife the last five years while you're in the military. You know, you get deployed to Iraq and I'm hanging out with your wife, not fucking her. I mean, my penis was inside of her vagina and then, you know, we weren't having sex though. It was just, I put my, my penis in, in her vagina, not sex. Anyway, that's, uh, that's basically, that's the, that's the new speak world we live in, yeah? Here in, uh, here in 2023, the, uh, 19, we're living in 1984, new speak world where they just, uh, they just make up words. You know, they're just like, oh, no, not a bailout, even though we're just giving them a bunch of money for fucking up. Oops. Oopsies. Yeah, so anyway, uh, yeah, that was quite interesting there uh, last week, uh, Thursday and Friday last week. You know, gold gold was going up, even though the market was going down. Yeah, there was a bit of decoupling. And, uh, of course, uh, there was also, like, the jobs report. The jobs report was real good, you know, so usually that's uh, that's bad for gold because it makes people think they're going to raise rates even more. But even though that jobs report came out, uh, gold was still going up that day because uh, I guess the uh, the fallout from this bank collapsing is uh, more important to the gold price. Oh, uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, so we'll see what happens in the next couple weeks here. You know, this could be a, re- a repeat. 2008, man. 15 years ago. 15 years ago, repeat. Repeat, repost, rebuff, renew, release, relax. Um, yeah, I wonder. I wonder what's going to happen there. I wonder what's going to happen. I mean, of course, I know what's going to happen. I mean, eventually, but uh, I wonder what's going to happen in the next couple weeks here. I wonder. I wonder. Hallelujah! All depends. You know, uh, 
I mean, gold price, silver price doesn't really matter. You know, the problem is the the comics. The comics exists. The paper market exists. You know, until that comics defaults, that's what I'm really. I don't care about any of these bank defaults. You know what I care about is the comics default, and that's the comics is like the main metal. Uh, I want, what intermediary? I don't know. Dealer? I don't know. You know where people buy buy futures of metals. There's two main markets: the comics in New York, and the London Metal Exchange. You know, those are the two big ones. Um. There's there's another one in China, but it doesn't. There's I mean even even the London one doesn't really affect the price that much. Most of the price changes happens uh, in New York when the American markets open. But anyway, I don't really care about banks defaulting. I care about these metal exchanges defaulting because once uh, once those metal exchanges default, uh, everyone's gonna be like, oh oh whoops, I forgot we promised we promised to give a hundred times more silver than we actually have. Oops oopsies. We're going to need a bailout, except the problem is you can't print silver. Uh-oh. Oops. You know, so anyway, buy your gold and silver. Well, you can. And uh, as I said before, I'm even I'm even contemplating just buying physical, man. The shit really hits the fan. I mean, if we're going, if we're going, if we're going like 20th century, 20th century government collapse here, you know, you're going to need some, uh, you're going to need some real money there. You know, anyway, um. What else is going on here? Did some comedy shows. You know, did a couple comedy shows. You know, it was all right. Um, oh, Zora's having bad dreams. Zora's having bad dreams. Um, yeah, I did a comedy show the other day uh, with this uh, famous Japanese dude. His name's USP. Uh, USP. You might have seen him on uh, Britain's Got Talent. You know, he uh, he's famous for uh, taking taking uh, being naked, like putting a teacup on his dick, and like by some magic the teacup, you know, it like. You know, he'll just do like, uh, you know, when people pull the tablecloth off the table, you know, and all the silverware still sits on there. That's kind of what he does, except the table is his penis and the tablecloth is a napkin. And that's pretty much. Well, anyway, he was famous and, uh, you know, he went to the uh, he went to the comedy show there. Uh, it was cool. To, it was cool to meet him, see him. And of course, there's, there's uh, this other dude uh, visiting from America there. You know, he is uh, from the San Diego scene there. And uh, he uh, he got recommended the club by some people i know well he didn't get recommended he got recommended the club by me and he got recommended me by some people i know in san diego and uh yeah he came and did a set he was real he was real funny you know? he had a really good uh, trump impression there but uh yeah a lot of his stuff was america specific there and uh you know the audience well half the audience was american but the other half were not and i was just sitting there watching his set and i was like i was like oh man this is <laughs> the aud- they're not gonna get any of this shit they're not gonna understand like he was making references to Orange County girls. I was like, uh, 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 half these people don't know where Orange County is. Uh, that joke's not going to work. Uh, uh, you know, anyway, uh, if you guys ever want to do comedy in Japan, just remember that uh, American references don't really work because most of the most of the audience is international. And uh, yeah, well, anyway, I kind of had that same problem when I went back to America, you know. All my jokes about Japan that killed over here, no one gives a shit in America, you know? You're like, we don't care about Japanese culture, all right? Talk more about Trump and Biden and transgender people. That's all we care about here in America. And inflation. And talk about black lives matter. Make jokes about black lives matter. You know? uh, God, I feel like American... Yeah, American comedy is so political. Like, not not especially now, but just like... I mean, you can you can make jokes about anything, you know? But it's like so many people are just making, that's their entire set is just jokes about politics. And they're not even funny, really. You know, you know, anyway, uh, I guess that's it. 
I guess that's it for today. We'll see what happens. We'll see if the world economy collapses this week or not. I don't know. It all depends what the economy has to eat, what it has to drink. Thanks for listening. Maybe I'll see you tomorrow.